a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I'm your host, Sarah J. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted with progressive funk rock jam band, Mosey Beat. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you missed it. Highly recommend giving that a listen. Taylor, Blair, and Thomas are just the raddest dudes, and it was such a fun conversation. I also highly suggest you give a spin of their new live album, Live at Pine Ridge Festival. You can find that on Spotify, Bandcamp, Archive. Um, There's a bunch of links in the show notes of that episode where you can check that out and them out. And I highly suggest that you do. This week on the show, we're going to get into the band's recent three nights in Aspen, March 10th, 11th, and 12th at Belly Up. Before we get into that, some quick news for you. Announced recently, Basic, Brendan Bayliss and Ryan Stasek, will be playing at the Windjammer on April 26th. That's the day before the full band plays there on the 27th. Tickets are now on sale, and there is a link in the show notes where you can snag those. Tour starts up this week, if you are listening to this when it drops on Tuesday, April 11th. So Wednesday, they will be at Vinyl Music Hall in Pensacola, Florida. Thursday at Janice Live in St. Petersburg, Florida. Friday at House of Blues Orlando in Orlando, Florida. And Saturday at Miami Beach Band Shell in Miami Beach, Florida. There will be a free stream for Nugs subscribers thanks to Keith Greiner and Fierce Productions. So we know that it's going to be a flawless stream and if there is any hiccup Keith is on it so quickly and after that no problems. So happy whenever I hear that Keith is behind the lens and in charge. There The stream is for the show on Thursday night in St. Petersburg and then Friday night in Orlando. And as I mentioned, those are free for NUG subscribers. So if you go in your app, excuse me, my voice is, uh, I don't know what's going on with my voice. It is a little early in the morning um, and spring has finally sprung here in Western New York. So my allergies are a little you know, flaring up a little, so excuse my voice. Um, But 
the if you go in the app is a little easier and then you can usually cast it onto your screen but there is a space when you go into the Umphreys section of Nugs and it'll say video and it should pop up there. It should pop up on the front page too because it's, you know, a recent thing. Um, but yeah, if you are a Nugs subscriber, those are free. And if you are not a Nugs subscriber, I'm going to be honest with you, you should be. There's so much music on there. Obviously, they put every Umphreys show on there. They've been doing the roulette series on there the 25th of every month they've been putting archival releases on there with video and then audio and there's a bajillion other bands that are on there and I'm seeing all the time that they're adding more so getting a nug subscription in my eyes is worth it it's definitely one of my most used apps so worth the monthly investment speaking of tour starting up again Starting April 12th, the first night of that Florida run, you can collect shows and get access to live soundboard audio of the show. Passes are available for only $5 per night, or you can pre-order all 12 shows and save a little cash. The open edition tokens will feature new artwork with something special awaiting those who collect the dozen. More info at umphreys.xyz, link in show notes. And if you want more insight into the digital collectibles that the band has been offering this year, maybe you're confused about the whole deal, how it works, kind of why you should be investing your money in that, um, check out the live I did with Kevin Browning on YouTube, the trilogy. <laughs> He gets all into that in the first part of that chat that we did, like the first 20 minutes or so, really explains it really well and, you know, gives you some insight into kind of why they're doing it and, and the cool perks that you get now and in the future. Um, so check that out, DATC Media Company on YouTube. Also, pre-orders are now open for the winter-spring issue of Crooked Conversations. This issue is 46 full-color pages stacked to the brim full of content. I think it is the biggest issue. I think, like, 44 was the biggest issue, and this one will push that. You know, this one will be bigger than that. I still haven't put all of the content in it, so it may wind up being over 46 pages, but pre-orders are now available for that. And in this issue, you will catch up with the shows on DATC Media Company. So there's a page for this show, the Umphreys Wow Show, and Stew on This, which gets you updated on all the episodes that have been released. There is a much obliged yellow balloon submission from a member of their community telling their sober story, which is one of my favorite features of the magazine. And I've had a lot of people tell me the same. And maybe you saw the recent announcement that the much obliged podcast, A Yellow Balloon Experience, is coming to the DATC Media Company Network. Memorial Day will be the first 
episode that drops, and those will be dropping every Monday after that. Very, very excited to be working on this with Benji. He was actually a guest here on the podcast way back during the pandemic, episode 101, off the top of my head, I believe it was. Um, So if you're just kind of curious a little bit more about their organization, Um, But I am very, very excited to bring this to the community. I think it's going to just be a valuable resource for fans to hear more about people's story and their lives and their struggles with different things and, you know, addiction. And, you know, there's just so much power in, in hearing somebody else's story. So I'm very excited to be bringing this to the community. More information about that can be found on the website, datcmediacompany.com, or on any of the social media outlets. Uh, We did some posts yesterday, so check that out. Super excited. Back to this issue of the magazine. Inside, there's also two Umfreak spotlights, a New Year's Eve 2022 article and photos, a nice couple of pages filling you in on recent news, winter tour set lists, Brendan and Jake holiday show article and photos, UM 25 birthday bash article and photos, the Umfreaks Anonymous 2022 year in review results. Perhaps you saw Josh from Umfreaks Anonymous last year. He does a year in review survey. He likes to poll the community and see what the Umfreaks thought of the past year, MVP, best show. Um, He just asks a whole bunch of questions on there. It's always really cool to see the results of that. So I know he'll be posting those pretty soon, but you'll also be able to find some really fun graphics of those results in this issue of the magazine. There will also be a review of Mosey Beat's new live album, Live from Pine Ridge Fest. Mention that at the top of the show. And a fun word search. Umphreys-themed words you'll be looking for, of course. I just think stuff like that's fun. And so much more inside this issue. It's just amazing to put it together and then to finally get it in my hands is incredible. So if you want one of those, make sure you pre-order it because I do not order a huge inventory of those. I order for the people that have subscriptions and I order for the people that pre-order and maybe I have one or two extras and that's it. So if you want one, pre-order your copy at datcmediacompany.com. Those will not ship until right before summer camp. So it's going to be a little bit before they actually hit your mailbox, but grab a pre-order or if you're interested in snagging a subscription, patreon.com slash DATC media company. In those subscriptions, there's the option to also get a digital version of the magazine. Those will be available on this site after the magazine actually drops. You can find past issues in the digital format on the website. Those are also really great if that's more your style, reading it on your iPad or whatever. And it's interactive. So the graphics you can click on and then go to uh, the website to buy tickets or 
it'll take you to somewhere else or there'll be a section in the article that might be highlighted. And when you click on it, it takes you, you know, it hyperlinks you somewhere else to further your experience. So I really like the digital version too, because it's interactive. So check it out. If you have any questions about Crooked Conversations, feel free to reach out. Also recently announced the Canyonlands, the 2021 horror film will be releasing the original score on digital outlets soon. And it's so funny because I just brought up the Canyonlands in the Pacific Northwest episode, and I hadn't talked about that movie in forever, it feels like. But I'm very excited to hear this. The score, if you don't know, was written by Brendan and Jake, was edited and remastered, and is going to take you on a journey through the Canyonlands. I cannot wait to hear this. It's going to be so cool to just hear the film score. And if you haven't watched The Canyonlands, I recommend checking it out at least once. Yes, it is your typical slasher film. But honestly, I I enjoyed it, which I said this on Wrapped Around on Saturday. Like, it's such a weird thing to say that. I mean, I know people enjoy those kind of movies. I don't. So the fact that I enjoyed this was kind of weird. Um, but I liked the underlying kind of storyline, the message of it about the indigenous people and the people that were in the Canyonlands first and the miners that came in and what they did to the indigenous people. I really liked the fact that the director, Brendan Devane, used indigenous tribes in the movie. The scenes that you see with indigenous people are indigenous people. You know, he didn't use some actor to pretend. And I really thought that that was awesome on a lot of levels, but it also made everything really authentic. And so I really enjoyed that. Brendan Devane was actually on the show twice, once before the film was released, and then like right around release day, if not on release day. And he talks all about all of it. You know, getting Brendan and Jake to do the film score, the process of it. Then they went to um Skywalker Ranch to do the the work on the film score which is I mean come on that's super cool as hell check out those two episodes there is a link in the show notes for those and if you're interested in watching it which like I said you should watch it once I actually watched it again this past weekend you can check it out for free on Tubi T-U-B-I I know there's other places that you can pay a couple bucks to watch it, but you can watch it for free on that app. So check that out. And the other day, I did the first sit down for the new project with DATC Media. We've come so far. So fun to start working on that and hearing stories. I'm doing another one tomorrow evening, and I'm just excited to see this project you know, blossom so quickly. And like I said, it's so cool to hear everyone's travel stories and experiences of getting in the van to see Umphreys. Can't wait for the community to hear these conversations. 
More info on that will be coming soon. And if you're interested in being a part of We've Come So Far, head to datcmediacompany.com to sign up. And if you've already signed up, I know I've said this a bunch, but check your inbox, check your spam folders for more on how to schedule a time. If you don't see an email, reach out to me and I will pass that info along to you. And I mentioned a little bit ago, but I get into all this news and more on the weekly show Wrapped Around over on YouTube every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can check that out. If you haven't yet, all the past episodes that I've done can be watched on YouTube. And make sure you hit that subscribe button while you're there so you don't miss any content. It'll alert you when I go live. There was only one week very recently that I didn't. It was the week before last. There wasn't any news. You know, band was on break and there wasn't anything announced. So I didn't go live. But with tour kicking up again and, you know, summer right around the corner, I'm going to be going live every Saturday, except for when I'm at shows. But maybe I will still go live. I haven't decided how I'm going to handle that yet when I'm on the road, if I'm still going to go live. So we will see about that. But Check it out, Wrapped Around over on YouTube every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, as a thank you for you guys, my awesome listeners, enjoy three months of free Amazon music. Link in show notes. That offer is good until April 28th. And I want to give a quick shout out to Mitchell and Joshua for their generous monthly support on Patreon. Hey, Carl, guess what? What, man? Not only is there a Patreon for Dropped Among This Crowd Media, which already is a great way to support, but for those who are getting cold feet and not sure, there's now a 14-day trial. You can see some of the benefits that you get at Patreon. Oh, shut the front door. Some conversations that you don't get on the show. Will and I are about to record a football one. Actually, Carl and I are uh, recording longer and longer interviews. I don't know if they're all going to make the podcast. Mm. But you will always be able to find the full version of the interview. It's a good problem to have. On Patreon, yes. We've we've been talking to some talkers. Yeah, that's for sure. But, you know, there's going to be more more content more and more benefit and gosh dang it just helps sarah create more podcasts there's so many things on the back burner and sherman will be with us every day right sherman sherman's nibbling on my knee right now i miss my birdie <laughs> and as always thank you sarah hey rob what's up carl guess what time it is time for another season of Star- on this. That's right. You guessed it. How'd you guess it? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so smart. We just did our first three interviews and they were lengthy. I can't wait to share them with the audience. We're not afraid to go deep. Uh, we're going to jump into Juniper Tree. We're going to jump into, what was Joel's band's name again? Something Bob. Right? Something Stomper about Bob. Bob. Stomper, Stomper Bob. Bob. We're going to go back in time and we're also Tashi gonna... Station. But we're also going to talk to people like Daniel Donato and Michael Palmasano and, and other folks and Carl's going to make more mystery songs and we're gonna he's going to make dishes that relate to the guests. We might even talk about Bigfoot and aliens. Who knows? A lot of food, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of sports, and a whole lot of bullshit. Tune in. Just natural conversation. Nothing forced, nothing scripted. Just real. Real life.
All right. So let's get into talking about some music. Joel made a set list containing his highlights from the weekend on Nugs, which you will find a link for in the show notes, as well as my 2023 highlights list. After this weekend, the band has played at the Belly Up in Aspen 30 times, and all three of these nights that we're going to talk about in this episode were sold out. First up, March 10th, set one would reveal itself as a nothing-too-fancy sandwich. The front half of this a very nice appetizer, if you will, getting our palates ready for the evening ahead, working itself all up, holding its breath briefly in suspense, leaving nothing too fancy in the dust for now, and instead revealing loose ends. Last time that was played pre-COVID, February 27th, 2020, at McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon. Sociable Jimmy dancing out next. The last time we saw this one, January 30th, 2022 in Cleveland, Ohio. This would be the first tune from the weekend that I put on my highlights list. And like I said, a link to that ever-evolving playlist can be found in the show notes. So grateful I'm all caught up before they hit the road in a few days. (laughs) Shaking off sociable proper and strutting out on its own about four minutes, sinking its heels further into grimy funkiness as it progresses. There was something familiar to me about the jam about eight-ish minutes. And as it continued for about a minute and a half, I don't know what it was, but there's something about that that was familiar. Rounding the corner slightly before nine and a half, Joel tickling the ivories and getting delicate before setting its sights on dramatically driving back into sociable. They dusted that one off very nicely. I I always get down so hard to sociable Jimmy. Just love that. Maybe someday next, this one would venture off after only two and a half, journeying on a nice scenic evening drive finding its way back into maybe someday about four minutes later. New Wings next, followed by Plunger. This would also find a spot on my highlights list. Robotically charging off slightly before eight minutes, becoming more level-headed as it ventures further into the jungle, revealing more layers as it continues. Joel exploring just how far he can expand it to the outer reaches, landing it back on Earth about six minutes later. Comma later, dancing out next, last seen during last summer in Vail, Colorado on June 19th. This would also find a seat on my highlights list. I just enjoyed the direction it ventured. After it detached itself about five minutes, it would open up and dance off very nicely. I know the feels that come from this type of jam when you're there in person, so that's why I threw this on my list. Working itself all up and winding up in the conclusion of the nothing too fancy that started the evening, and that would end the first set. Set two would reveal itself as another stuffed to the brim sandwich. 
this time a mighty tasty serving of 1348. The first part of this would detach from 1348 proper and venture off at about four and a half, continuing to dance, loosen its grip a few minutes later, lifting its heels and enjoying some time without a care in the world among the planets. Before we leave 1348, there is a slight tickle as to where we're going next. It would be revealed that it's small strides. This would also find a spot on my highlights list. I know I've said this several times, but I just love everything about how this song has grown in such a short amount of time and how there is such a level of familiarity to it already. Like, it's a friend that you meet for the first time, and it feels like they've just always been there. And I'm sure I've used that same analogy before because that's just how it feels. It feels like Small Strides has always been here. Still a baby. So there's so much to come for Small Strides, and I am so here for it. Second self next, followed by Mulshay's Odyssey. <laughs> and funny, maybe you saw my friend Benji's Instagram about the pronunciation of this. In his Instagram reel, he says that he always thought it was Mulches. Well, after confirmation from Bayless by way of his wife, Annie, she confirmed what I have said, that it is, in fact, mall chaise. So there you go. In case you were ever wondering, it's mall chaise odyssey, not mulches. There was a time when I used to say it too. So don't feel bad, but it's mall chaise. <laughs> this would sinisterly head into the jam about three and a half quickly and methodically building the pieces of Malchais back together about five minutes later with just this increased and almost hurried energy as it continues. Love the energy and just massiveness of that tune. Just love a good Malchais. Night Nurse next and my favorite of the nurses. This version would find a spot on my highlights list going off on its own slightly after four minutes, enjoying some time unchaperoned, getting itself all worked up, and then dropping back into the previous jam, confidently strutting right back into Night Nurse. Me and, and my son Brendan call that chef's kiss. <laughs> Landing the spaceship on Earth and revealing puppet string next this would get into the jam after four minutes. Adventuring on for about four minutes, the spaceship dramatically orbiting, landing into the conclusion of 1348 that opened the set, would close this out. An encore for the evening, the triple wide, with a little jam of Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. And I didn't know that I needed that rendition of it in my life. Just like oozing in sexiness. Fuck yeah, I'm getting down to Don't Fear the Reaper in a whole new way. Love this. And Stasic would start playing the cowbell 
a la the SNL skit with Will Ferrell and Christopher Walken. And I know you know what I'm talking about, where they're recording the song and Christopher Walken comes out and he says, you know, I have a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell. And so Will Ferrell is just beating the shit out of the cowbell and his like shirt is like his belly is going and it's just it's so ridiculous. So it's pretty funny that that he brought that out and started playing. And then Stasek jumps into the crowd and crowd surfs while he's playing the cowbell. Yeah. And I had some friends that were up on the rail, some girlfriends of mine, and they were pretty grateful that Stasek had kind of moved over a bit and then got into the crowd. Denim Dan was a much better choice to support Stasek instead of my friends. So (laughs) saw some pictures of that. It was pretty funny. And the second half of Puppet String would completely bring this evening to a close. March 11th would kick off with a VIP set for those who purchased one of those packages for the weekend. This set is not available to listen to on Nugs, but the set list is on All Things Umphreys. The five song one set would contain It Doesn't Matter, Exit Signs, Syncopated Strangers, Red Tape, and Kimball. Every part of that sounds amazing, but especially that exit sign, syncopated strangers, red tape. Like, yes, please. (laughs) On to the show that evening. Set one of Night Two in Aspen would very dramatically open with Andy's last beer. Afterward, Bayless sharing that that was based on a true story. That one time they were having a band rehearsal and Andy came downstairs hungover and said to the guys, I think I just had my last beer. So I'm definitely going to pro Bayless for, for more on that story. Seasons coming out next. The first song from this evening that would find a seat on my highlights list. Detaching and wandering off into the unknown about three minutes. Comfortably stretching its legs and enjoying a nice adventure. Landing it back on Earth and sliding into home and back into seasons about five-ish minutes later. Cemetery Walk next, followed by Cemetery Walk 2. Buckling in about three minutes. Joel blasting us off into the far reaches of space. Bringing it back into Chemwalk 2's orbit about four minutes later. In the Kitchen next. This front half would also find a seat on my highlights list, slipping down the rabbit hole and into something a little maniacal and topsy-turvy about four minutes, finding its footing and dancing off, reaching some very nice heights, busting through the clouds slightly after nine minutes and nonchalantly dancing off, making its way toward the door, leaving in the kitchen in the rear view for now, we'd see the conclusion of that later in the evening. Instead, rounding out this first set with anchor drops and speak up. That speak up would sink in and enjoy a nice, jammy, jovial jaunt about four and a half, holding on to the roots of speak up as it heads out, 
sinking its heels in a little deeper as it continues, fluttering and finding its wings a few minutes later, enjoying some airtime, nicely landing and attaching itself back to speak up, while also embodying the previous jam before liftoff, sauntering back into speak up proper to end the first set. Set two would open with I don't know what I want. This would charge off on a very matter-of-fact police-esque vibe jam early on after only about a minute, really unleashing energy a few seconds later, continuing with increased energy, working itself all up, taking it just one elevation higher before sliding back into I don't know what I want. Jajunk next. And y'all know how I feel about this tune. I say it pretty much every episode. Every time they play this song, I talk about how much I love Jajunk. It would map its next course of action about four minutes, sinking its claws in deeper and deeper, slightly loosening its grip about three minutes later as it sets its sights for the exit. We'd leave this unfinished for now. We would see it a little later in the evening. Wife Soup next, followed by Out of Focus, now played six times since its debut at Humble back in November. Women Wine and Song dancing out next. This would also find a spot on my highlights list. Honky Tonking its way out about three minutes opening itself way up as it continues, slamming on the brakes about five minutes later, tumbling to earth sweetly and carefully building itself back together, busting through the clouds and revealing the next tune with such a sunny disposition, August. This would also find a spot on my highlights list. And Jimmy Knowledge, co-host of the Umphreys Wow Show, is a big fan of this section of the show, that Women, Wine, and Song into August. And if you're following him on Twitter, which you should be, um, facts or UM Wow Show, he mentioned it on there and in our, our text thread with Rob Turner and my amazing audio engineer, Eric. He was going on and on about it. Um, actually, on the Umphreys Wow Show, and I think I mentioned this recently, but Jimmy and Rob Turner dig into the history of August and also chatted about their gold, silver, and bronze versions of that song, alongside yours truly, in a three-part deep dive into August. Bayless and Stasek also share some really great stories and history of that song. So definitely check that out. They also did Hurt Birdbath, DBK Side A. They're working on DBK Side B right now. But those are some really great episodes. Lots of very cool insight and history. And Jimmy Knowledge, hence the name is just so incredible with his stats and notes and all the things. So check those out anywhere you podcast or link in the show notes. Back to this version, getting to the gritty of it slightly after two minutes, beautifully soaring out, spreading its wings so wide, 
and embodying so much lighthearted hopefulness, rounding the corner and driving right back into August about five minutes later. Day nurse materializing next, dabbling in a little perk world action about five minutes and ending the second set with the conclusion of that in the kitchen from earlier in the evening during set one. Encore for this evening, Booth Love, that would tumble very nicely into the conclusion of Junk from the second set to completely bring night two to an end. tell you, Carl, there's a lot of people out there who have either band or, or they have a business or they're an artist and mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're looking to reach this music-loving, traveling music fan mm-hmm. kind of world, which can be elusive. Yes, they're dreamers. Yes, like-minded people. What better way than through Dropped Among This Crowd? If you, wanna, if you, wanna, if you have a podcast you want to create, mm-hmm. Sarah can provide a platform. She can, pli- she can provide um, promotion on social media. She can provide an engineer. Um, or if you want to advertise, or if you have any big idea, particularly with the artists, mm-hmm. you want to email Sarah at DA. ATCmediacompany.com. She can provide, again, a platform for your podcast, social media promotion. Uh, she can even provide an engineer. Because, folks, you know, you want to reach fellow Humphreys fans or jam fans or music industry people or musicians or just people who love music and travel for it, or as in the case with Stu on this, mm-hmm. foodies, mm-hmm. music loving foodies. That's right. And if y'all need any help with recipes, you need to get a hold of me. Yeah, you need to get Carl directly. But if you want stuff with promotion and social media savvy and a podcast platform, you want to email Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Correct. You want to know how to peel and cut an onion? You talk to me. That's Carl. You want to put out a podcast? You want to put out some material, some artistic expressions that that you want to get paid for, you contact Sarah J. And if you have old cassettes that you don't know what to do with, you send them to me, Rob Turner. <laughs> Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the Dropped Among This Crowd Media Network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphreys Wow Show. What we're doing, at least in this season, it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, we're going through various old school Umphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview, and then we have a side B where Jimmy Knowledge signs even more than usual. Right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and and, uh, a lot of the the gooey goodness that happens in in each of these songs. They, They all have a unique personality and we explore that the best versions of the song the the uh traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs and then we have a metal round with a guest from the umphreys world and they each jimmy myself and the guest pick their top three versions of said song and then you the listener vote on them and there is some waxing poetic not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. 
but we appreciate if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Humphreys Wow Show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah. Finally this week, the third night in Aspen, March 12th, set one would open full of authority with Pay the Snucka. That would feature a stranglehold by Ted Nugent Jam. A massive utopian fur would follow containing the ocean by Led Zeppelin Jam. This 20-minute fur would find a seat on my highlights list. Detaching completely and wandering off unchaperoned after three minutes, fluttering along beautifully, reaching some serious heights, embodying every sense of a soaring, uplifting jam, bringing it down to a more even level before revving it up and driving full steam back into Utopian, really dancing deeper into Reggaeville slightly before 13 and a half, Shaking that off and continuing on, strutting back into Utopian slightly before 17 and a half, dissipating, coming back together as the next tune, Pure Saturation. This you'll also find on my highlights list. Embarking on some dreamy expansion about five minutes later, embodying an almost Can't You Hear Me Knocking by the Rolling Stones vibe about two minutes later as it emits all sorts of energy all over, slamming on the brakes two minutes later, calming itself way down, seductively slinking along, aimlessly wandering off into the depths of the jungle, finding its way out into the next song, Make It Right. Staircase would follow the second time this has been played. First time was in Portland back on March 5th. And something that I forgot to mention in last week's episode, a fun fact from Jimmy Knowledge. Like I said, he's so full of them. He's amazing. I love you, Jimmy. That debut of Staircase was the second UM original debuted in Portland. The first was Bullhead City on April 20th, 2002. He's always got the best stuff. I also want to shout out Jeff for uncovering some staircase seeds in the August 6th, 2016 double F. That was awesome. He had posted about it and then I went and listened to it and it's very cool to hear it in the jam. So give that a listen and see if you can find the seeds. And like I said before, very excited to watch Staircase grow up, see what they do with it. And if you've not checked out the instrumental version, the band also recently released, give that a listen. End of the Road Next, last played over a year ago, February 12th, 2022, at the House of Blues in Boston, Massachusetts. And ending this first set of night three with the floor. Set two would open with Prowler, last time played last fall, September 22nd at Red Butte Garden in Salt Lake City, Utah. All in time erupting out next. This front half would find a spot on my highlights list, making its way out about two and a half. Laying the bricks down for the path that we're about to dance along, 
lacing up those shoes real nice and tight, and off we go. Love everything about the energy of this jam. One of those that just makes you lift off and lose all sense of time and space. Love it. Bringing it down for a breather slightly after nine minutes. Dancing full of sexiness as it makes its way toward the exit. This all in time would remain in the rear view for now. We would see that later on in the evening. Schizophrenically transitioning into Got Your Milk right here. No expansion for that version. Ringo next, another one on my highlights list. Heading off on our first adventure about two minutes. Coming back into Ringo about three and a half minutes later. Heading back out a minute-ish later. This time embarking on a very nice pipeline by Shantae's Jam. Shaking that off and strutting along. Gathering all sorts of energy as it continues. Slamming back into Ringo. And a friend of mine was talking about this Ringo Jam. We were texting back and forth about it. And he brought up that it would be really fun to get a pipeline jam in something in South Carolina, like at the Windjammer, or in Wilmington, because we're going to be on the coast. So we'll see if it pops up again. But that would be a really fun kind of, you know, theme to go along with being by the beach. Hiccup would follow with Haji coming after, hanging on to the end of it building more and more on top with a certain level of authority, revealing Phil's farm. This would be the last tune from the weekend that you'll find on my highlights list. Getting into it about four and a half, floating off into the far reaches of space about four minutes later, eerily teasing the Imperial March, revving itself up and blasting back into the previous jam bringing it to a California rolling stop before driving full steam ahead back in to Phil's. And the conclusion of All in Time from earlier in the set to wrap up this second set of Night 3 in Aspen. An encore, Whoppy Sprayberry. That's another one. It's Whoppy Sprayberry, not Whappy Sprayberry. Stasic laying it down as we head into the jam slightly after four minutes, digging its heels in further as it heads off into space, spending some nice time among the stars before bringing the pieces of Wappy back into view. Always, always, always love the energy when it comes back into Wappy proper. Whenever they, you know, however they jam it out, whenever they bring it back into Wappy, I just love it. Who could deny that pull? That's such a great line too. That's that's definitely on my short list of favorite songs. Final song of the weekend, bringing it back to Pay the Snucka, which if you remember, that's how we started the evening. Somebody had said in their review on Nugs that we would call this a snucka sandwich. They were not wrong. Jake would rip it wide open before the full band would tumble in. Overall, a very nice three nights in Aspen. And they played their balls off. 
They knew they were going to be having a nice little break before heading into the Southeast. So they played their ass off these three nights. Definitely give those a listen if you haven't. Check out the highlights list. Joel's highlights list as well, all in the show notes. All right, so that's everything I have for this week of the show. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for where you can check out the set lists for the shows that we've talked about, where you can give them a listen, and for anything else that I may have referenced throughout this episode. Also in the show notes, you'll find more information for how you can support DATC Media on Patreon. 14-day free trials are now available, but those are not going to be sticking around for much longer. So if you want to jump in on that 14-day free trial, check it out. Gives you a taste of the content you'll have access to as a subscriber. There's a lot of very cool things in the works for those folks that are on Patreon. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Patreon.com slash DATC Media Company. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.